Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast, sponsored by the Only Kitchen. listening to the comeback episode of the talk for podcast it's been ages since i've uploaded anything and for good reason most of which i'm not going to go into detail about because this episode is not about me i'm here to explain what this podcast is where this podcast is going what i want to do with this podcast and openly invite anyone to contribute to the podcast. So for anyone that was a fan, air quotes fan, of the podcast previously, it was a manifestation, an audio diary of all the progress, tips, advice, research that I was currently experiencing to sort my health out and get myself into a better place. Long Life Health was basically the representation of my, uh, well, it was the platform of my journey that I'm, I was documenting to remove myself from health issues, energy issues, and to find the truth and share that with other people. Best explained if you just go through my Instagram feed, long underscore life underscore improvements. That and go to longlifehealth.net, you'll get an idea of what this was. The podcast was really just a place for me to just upload my thoughts in in sort of in hope that I would look back on it, use it as a reference, and it just selfishly it's interesting for me to look back on and it benefits me just to record something anyway. Just talking to yourself in a room may sound stupid. Get out your comfort zone, do it. I will always advise people do it. Just do it with the intention of deleting it immediately. But do it and understand what it is that I'm talking about. Because me talking about it won't ever justify the feeling you'll get when you go, oh, I actually feel better now I spoke to myself. So it was it was mainly that. But if someone took something from it, a bonus, whoopsie do. And I'm glad that I actually spoke to a few people that did say they listened to a lot of episodes, if not all of them. And they really, really found it useful. So thanks for that. However, this is now going to veer towards a direction for anyone, anyone to upload their audio to this platform. Everything is already set in motion. It makes sense. We're on iTunes. The production and everything and the groovy little jazz introduction, everything's set in place. So it makes it accessible for anyone that wants to do something like this but doesn't really have the ability to produce something like this. I believe that anyone can benefit from just talking out loud. But to upload it publicly is a big, big thing for most people. And that normally acts as a a sort of like a domino push for you to go on and do further things. Like, oh, I feel good about this, actually. I feel it wasn't so bad. And you get over some sort of anxiety and you reap the rewards of that. I want to offer that to anyone 
that feels that they've got something interesting to talk about, someone that wants to share their opinions, someone that wants to share their even trauma, positive, you know, negative, like experiences they've gone through, um, advice on things, research. I wouldn't go too political, but borderline politics and just viewpoints on things. A neutral standpoint for others to benefit from and for you, the uploader, to benefit from as an individual. That's the general idea. This wasn't exclusively my idea. This was mine and Jamie's idea. Jamie is someone you're going to hear from after this. He will be the first upload aside myself on this podcast and hopefully start the trend of encouraging other people to record themselves, sending it our way because this is going to be a little team project for me and Jamie of where we can offer this for people to, to at the least get a couple of their friends to listen to a perspective that they didn't feel like they could share with them directly. Anything else that comes from it is, of course, a bonus. I will be screening any applicants, and I'm sure they won't be flooding in, but I do encourage anyone, and this is an open invite for anyone, to upload it. Simple, you don't need anything complicated, you don't need expensive equipment, your phone will be sufficient. Just get yourself in an acoustically decent environment where there's not too much background noise, um, and you feel comfortable to record something. Have it as clear as you can get, record a voice memo on your phone, however you decide to do it, and send it to talkfaultshealth at gmail.com. Send it to that address. I will screen it to make sure someone's not fucking pushing out propaganda, any dogmatic views on anything, or just being incredibly racist or something stupid. Um, but other than that, you don't have to be the best speaker. I can even add... Um, I can even pitch shift your voice so you can show like this and no one knows who you are if you want anonymity, if that's how you pronounce the word. I struggle with that. So it's, it's there. It's an opportunity, and again, I advise anyone to do it. The best explanation of what this, is really, what this podcast is really going to become is to listen to what's coming up next. Jamie, I have no idea what he's going to upload, but Jamie's someone that started his own podcast. Um, and we were discussing it, like what name to give his, and that's how we come up with the idea. Why don't he just upload it to mine? It's already there, already in place. And then equally offer that opportunity for other people to do. Jamie's not so good with computers and all this sort of stuff. I've got everything in motion. And this isn't some sort of exclusive thing to me. This is nothing. It's, it's, not, it's nothing but just a place that I hoped at the start of it to build a community and this is another opportunity and avenue to try and do that. So, yeah, as I say, this is Jamie's episode. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but Jamie, my personal experience with Jamie is that over the past couple of years, I've spent more time with him as I started becoming more selective with the people I was around and about, he's going to, I, again, completely unqualified to explain his experience, but seeing someone have uh, the catalyst, which is normally a negative one in their life, and then use that as a turning point to strive in a much more positive direction, no one I know is a better example of that than Jamie. He's, 
He's really come on leaps and bounds, you know. Since in the past eight months, he's become a different guy. And that, to a lot of people, throw, throws people off. And you see someone changing incredibly fast as well in the space of eight months going from one thing to essentially a completely different person throws a lot of people off. But it's for someone like myself to watch that happen, it's inspiring for me. Because the more people you can surround yourself with that are doing positive things, that are working on themselves, that are addressing their issues, and that are equally open to sharing their experiences with anyone, the world, whoever, that in itself is a good enough reason to just upload whatever it is he's going to talk about. But I do hope he explains what triggered him in the right direction, what he was going through, and everything he's gained and benefited from since doing that. Because ultimately, if this is going to be anything, I hope it to be an inspirational slice of media that you will listen to at one small part of your day that pushes you as an individual to go on and do your own shit. So, as I say, without further ado, I can't explain it. Whatever he decides to talk about, it's completely down to him. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, no one listening, <laughs> I present Jamie Hurst. What's up, guys? I'm Jamie. Charlie's probably given me an introduction already, but let me start again. Um, so my personal journey has brought me to this point now where I'm doing this podcast and I've got my own podcast, uh, J, un, J Hurst underscore Crohn's Mentality, where I talk about my life living with Crohn's disease. But we want to create a platform for anyone and everyone to share their ideas, their feelings, their thoughts, anything that you really want to talk about, as long as it's in a positive manner, not attacking anyone, and no racists. We don't like racists. We don't like racists. We don't like anyone that's going to be talking shit. We want people that are going to come here, spread a positive message, and try and do their part to change the world and change the way people think. So let me get started on what I've got to say and tell you a little bit about my journey to where I am now. So this all started last year in June, which was a big, big transitional moment for me. Um, the best way to describe it would be that my world was falling apart and I didn't know how to cope with that. I live with a disease called Crohn's disease, which um, is a lifelong illness. It's something that can be very painful. It's very, very difficult to live with. Uh, it, can, it can be anywhere from the mouth right down to the anus and cause it, it is caused by inflammation. Um, as I say, it can be very painful. It's been very painful for me at times. Uh, it limits your digestive abilities. Um, you can become malnourished. You lose a lot of weight. You are constantly dosed up on different medications, uh, constant visits to the doctors, to the hospital. You 
find it very, very difficult to function in everyday life. You only have a certain amount of energy that you can use for the day. You face a lot of fatigue. There are many, many, many side effects, which I'm not going to go through now. But if you are interested or you want to know a little bit more about Crohn's disease, by all means, go onto my Instagram, jhurst underscore Crohn's mentality, and there'll be a lot more information there for you. But basically what had happened was my Crohn's disease had flared up. So I hadn't had any medication for two months, which caused the inflammation to flare, uh, which became very, very painful for me. I was losing a lot of weight. I was losing all of my energy. I was struggling to get out of bed. And it was just, it was a real, real dark time with the disease. It was the worst flare up I'd ever had. I've had it for five years at this point and I didn't know where to turn. I was going to doctors and there was not a lot of help that anyone could give me. Whilst this was going on, I had a lot of things going on in my personal life. I've suffered with depression since a very, very young age and never had got to the bottom of it. And when my Crohn's flares up, obviously it causes a, a mass state of depression. My anxiety comes back with the weight loss and it's just, yeah, it's, a, it's hell in my head, basically. Um, I was also going through a breakup at the same time as well, which really, really broke my heart, left me completely devastated and left me in a potentially suicidal state. At this point in my life, I realised that I either had two choices. One was to end it all and take my life, or two was to get up and fix it. And luckily enough, I chose the second option. And I started exploring any way that I could to get myself better. And by get myself better, I mean get to a point where my Crohn's disease is under control and I've eradicated the depression and the anxiety. I wanted my, my body to be completely healthy and my mind. Through this journey, I've realized how important it is to have the right headspace. And this, this all started, this all stemmed from this transitional moment. So I took a trip to Wales to go and climb Mount Snowdon. And the reason I did so is because I, firstly, I enjoy hiking. And secondly, it's because I knew that if I went there, then I could have that time to think. I was going on my own. I didn't have to speak to anyone. I could just spend the time running through my thoughts and trying to understand what was going on in my life. So I did. And I got snowed in, expecting to get to the top and feel like I'd accomplished something. But once I got to the top, I didn't feel any better than I did when I was at the bottom. So I made my way down the mountain and I took a different path because I wanted to see uh, the lake that's that's at the bottom. So I got down there, checked this lake out, sat there for a little while, just mulled over my thoughts, and reflected on, on the experience of climbing the mountain, and then went and got a beer. I was sitting in a bar, made a few new friends, and after two beers, decided it was time to make my way home. Whilst on my way home, 
what I thought was going to be a 15-minute journey turned into a six-hour trek back to my car. I was completely lost. I had no idea how to get back to my car. Although Snowdonia is not the biggest place in the world, when you don't know where you are and your phone's running out of battery, it's pretty damn scary. So I'm walking for three hours before I see someone that I can speak to and try and find out where I am. She then tells me I've got another four-hour trek on my hands. So she pointed me in the right direction. I carried on walking. At this point, I haven't, I haven't got any food. I don't have any drink. I've run out of battery on my phone, and I'm in the middle of nowhere, like not knowing where to go. So I, I took her advice. I walked back into the mountain and two hours later I am literally literally in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden I just have a breakdown an absolute mental and physical breakdown and I'm on the floor on my knees shouting at a god that I don't believe in asking why this is happening to me why all of this shit is happening to me. Why do I deserve this? I'm a good person. I don't deserve this shit. Crying on the floor. I'm a complete fucking mess at this point. And again, I was faced with two choices. I either sit there on the floor and cry and shout at the sky and not get anywhere, or I get my ass up and start moving and take steps in the right direction to where I want to be. So it took everything that I had left to get myself up and carry on going. And I carried on walking, kept moving, kept moving. And I knew that as long as I was putting one foot in front of the other, I was going to get somewhere. So I carried on moving, carried on moving. Eventually, I get back to the car and I sit down and I reflect. And I realize that what's just happened to me is what's going to happen for the rest of my life. I'm going to hit speed bumps. I'm going to get lost. Absolutely am I going to get lost. Everyone gets lost in life. But if you don't get lost and you don't have speed bumps, then what's it all about? You're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn anything unless you fail, unless you get something wrong, unless you get lost. So I get in the car, I make my way home, and that was truly the day that my life changed completely. I woke up the next morning, healthy diet, straight away. From that day, healthy diet. I go and see uh, a new type of doctor. Rather than going to an NHS doctor, I go and see a holistic doctor, and this guy changed my fucking life. I see him one time, and this guy seems crazy to me. At this point, I'm an atheist, right? I go and see this guy, and he's telling me all this crazy shit, absolutely crazy shit. He puts my name into an iPad and tells me everything that's wrong with my body. He looks at me and tells me what parts of my body hurt and tells me the exact thing that I need to get myself better. He tells me that it's going to be a journey and it's going to take a while, but we're going to get there. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I felt like I could trust this guy. So I trusted everything that he said. He told me to get these herbal medicines. So I went home, I ordered them. As soon as I got home, started taking them. Went to see him again. Second time round, got even crazier and was feeling better, but wasn't feeling great. 
tells me to give up sugar, tells me to give up gluten, tells me to give up dairy. Do exactly what he says, start feeling better. And then third time around comes that I got to go and see him and my head is just playing tricks on me, giving up the sugar, giving up everything. My head just is in such a bad place. And the depression's just absolutely weighing down on me. I'm trying to be as positive as possible. I'm trying to change my mindset, but it's just not happening for me. And the mindset change was a real fake it until you make it kind of thing for me. I was trying to be as positive as possible. I was telling everyone, oh, you've got to be positive. You've got to be positive. You've got to have a positive outlook. You've got to have this positive mindset. But for me, in my head, it wasn't there. It wasn't there at all. It was just this dark cloud in my head that's telling me, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You can't get there. You're not going to get better. This, that. And I kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing these thoughts out. I'm reading books. I'm reading all of these spiritual books at this point because I can see my life's going through this transition and I need help. So I'm reading books. I'm reading The Power of Now. I'm practicing The Power of Now. I'm reading The Secret and I'm trying to work out the secret to having a positive mindset. I, I call the doctor and I say, look, man, I'm having a bad time. I need to come and see you. He books me in for that week and I go and see him. We sit down, we talk about some shit and he tells me that this journey is going to be a tough one. It's going to be hard and it's going to get emotional and I'm going to learn a lot through it. It gives me some advice for the positive mindset. So I leave there and I feel, I feel a little bit more fulfilled when I leave there. I feel like it's possible. I feel like I can do this. So I carry on. I carry on doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Month passes. Flair's gone feeling a little bit better, still on medication from the hospital, but taking my supplements from the doctor. Two months pass, starting to put on weight, starting to feel a lot better, starting to look a lot better. My mindset is completely changing. I'm beginning to get that positive mindset. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. And I keep moving, I keep moving with it. And I go and see other people. I start doing yoga. I message an old friend of mine saying, look, I really want to get into this. Uh, can, you, can I come to one of your beginner classes? She goes, yeah, 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 sure, come along. I walk in there. I'm so anxious at this point. I've never done anything like this in my life. And to me, yoga, it was a women's sport. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I walked in there. She made me feel so comfortable. Everyone else in the room made me feel really comfortable. I just did, I got there. I did my thing, and I absolutely loved it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I walked out of there and I thought, this is something that I've got to carry on for the rest of my life. i really got to carry this on for the rest of my life. I was completely in tune, body and mind completely in tune. And from that moment on, I started doing it every single morning. Every single morning I was getting up and I was doing 15 to 20 minutes of yoga a day to get my body stretched out for the day and to get my mind in sync. And it worked. It was getting me to that place that I wanted to be and I'm still working on this positive mindset. And then I go and see, I go and see a woman to have Reiki done. And I don't know what Reiki is. I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Never, never heard of it. I just literally saw it on this piece of paper and I thought, that is something I want to try out. It sounds interesting. So I get there. This woman looks at me. Tiny, tiny little lady looks at me and she goes, you ever had Reiki before? I said, no, 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 I've never tried it. I don't know what it is. And she goes, well, you're going to teach it one day. I said, what do you mean? And she goes, Trust me, you're going to teach you one day. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to help people. And I thought, okay, this, this is weird. This is a weird experience. And I get up, go and have some Reiki done. 
and it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. Every ounce of negative emotion had left my body. And she was just simply touching me in certain places. She touched my head, my shoulders, my arms, my, my legs, my stomach, and my feet. And all the emotion was just leaving my body. I could feel it leaving my body. I was seeing all these beautiful colors. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. And I come around afterwards and she was, te- she was talking to me about my journey, where I'd been, what, what I'd been up to, how I was working, how hard I was working to try and get to where I wanted to be. And it, as soon as I left there, I, I, I booked a course. I had to go and learn this. I had to go and learn it. So I went, went to the course, literally three days afterwards, I went and done my level one in Reiki and I met a fantastic teacher, fantastic teacher. Her name's called Reefa. She does Brighton Reiki. It, absolutely, just such an experience. And this positive mindset, whilst doing all this work, this positive mindset is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm realising, I'm beginning to realise how much the mind influences everything that's going on with your body. If your mind's not in the right place, your body's not in the right place. You can't fix the body without the mind. You need the mind to fix the body. And I was doing research into it and I'm trying to understand what's going on here. And I'm understanding, I'm watching all these different philosophers and they're all saying the exact same thing. All of this is in sync. Everything is in synchronization. You have to have the mind and the body in synchronization if you want to be healthy, if you want to get well. I'm realizing this, I'm learning this. And I carry on, I carry on my yoga, I carry on doing my Reiki. After Christmas, I go back and I do my level two. And I'm start, I, now I'm a practitioner. I'm a level two practitioner. I'm starting to do it on people. And I'm noticing the change as soon as I do it on these people. And I'm realizing how much this can change everything. I can, I can help people. And I've had a few people come to me and afterwards they've told me how much is, is, is cleared their emotions out. And every time I go and get it done, it, it makes me feel even better. Even better. Every time I walk out of there, I feel incredible, absolutely incredible. I feel like I can take the world on. And that's, that's the point, it's taking the world on. And now I'm to the point where I am now. I'm medication free. I've gone from meat eater to vegan, and I've never felt better. Medication free, don't need any medications. I'm literally taking my herbal supplements. I'm eating a healthy vegan diet. I'm exercising daily, doing my yoga, doing my meditation, doing Reiki on myself, doing Reiki on others, and I'm in the most positive place that I could ever be. I couldn't ask for anything better. My journey, my journey's just beginning. This is the beginning of my journey. This is, this is the start, and it's already taken me to this wonderful place, this absolutely beautiful place inside myself. That's why I want to share this journey, because I want people to understand how beautiful life can get for you. As soon as you start synchronizing, you're going to meet some incredible people. You're going to learn some incredible things. And the experiences are just beyond this world. Absolutely incredible. That's why I'm here today. That is why I'm here today. I could have ended it all. June last year, I could have ended it all. I could have literally just there and then finished it and not have had to deal with this shit. But there was a different plan in store for me. I know what that plan is. I I, I know where I'm going. I know that I'm going to help people. I know that I'm going to, 
I'm going to I'm going to change things. I'm going to change things for people. I'm going to help people that were in the same position that I was. I was in a dark place. I was in a horrible place. I I don't even like to think about where I was. But I want to tell people that it is possible to get out of that. And I want to help people get out of that. I want to I want to learn all these different things, all these different medicines. I want to I want to learn to teach yoga. I want to I want to be a reiki master. I want to be an Ayurvedic doctor. I want to I want to learn everything I can to help people out of that place where I was. Because it's not a nice place. It's a very, very, very dark place. And no one deserves to be there. No one deserves that in their life. And the problem with being in that place is that you're not yourself. You're not yourself at all. I wasn't. I was a completely different person. The depression, I was playing a character for 15 years. Trying to be someone that everyone would like, everyone would respect, everyone would show love to. But in reality, no, not many people were giving me that. Only the people that truly knew me were giving me the love that I needed. But as soon as I come out and I started being myself and I started on this journey, people started realising that I hadn't been myself. I'd spent 15 years being someone else. And as soon as I'd broken that cycle and come out as myself, people started loving me. People... People that I'd never met before were showing me incredible amounts of love. Incredible amounts of respect. It's just an incredible feeling to, to, to be around people that actually truly love you for who you are. And everyone needs to see you for who you are. Everyone, every single person on this planet, seven and a half billion people on this planet, and you are an individual. You. You are the only you on this planet. And that's why you need to be the best version of yourself. Because no one else can do that. No one else can be the better version of you. No one. And as much as you may think, oh, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that. You could be in exactly the same place where I was, where I felt completely worthless. I felt like nothing. I felt like I didn't deserve to be here. I felt like it would be better for people if I wasn't here. That's how I genuinely thought. That's what I genuinely felt. But then I realized that me being on this planet, although I'm one in seven and a half billion, there's only that one of me. No one else can be me. No one else. No one else can think the way that I do. No one else can do things the way that I do. Because I'm an individual and every single person on this planet is. And that's the beauty of humanity is that we all have our own individualities. And everyone needs to get that out. And it would be so beautiful to see everyone on the planet to truly be themselves. No one wants to be violent. No one wants to be violent. No one wants that. No one likes that. I was that person. I was a fucking arsehole. I didn't like being that person. I didn't like hurting people. It was horrible. I felt guilty about it. No one wants to, no one wants to be that person. No one wants to hate anyone. It takes more energy to hate people than it does to love them. And that's the truth. That is the absolute truth. After being in both places, I can, I can, I can say from the bottom of my heart that it takes more energy to hate someone than it does to love them. That's all I want to see in the world. I want to see people loving each other and I want to see people showing respect to each other. 
And I want people to come onto this platform and I want people to share that love and talk about it and talk about themselves and genuinely get involved in their emotions. Because that's what this is. This is this is therapy right here. This is therapy therapy for me. Me just talking this stuff is therapy for me. Getting it out there is therapy. And I hope that I can inspire others to do the same. I really want to inspire others to do the same. And I hope that people can get to the place where I am right now, where I just feel joy in everything. I feel love in everything. I feel love from everyone. Don't get me wrong, I have my down days. I do have my down days and there are roadblocks and I hit speed bumps every day. Every day something will pop up that could put me in a, in a bad mood or piss me off. But the thing that I can control in those situations is my reaction. My reaction to that situation. I can either be pissed off about it and be in a bad mood and then piss someone else off for being in a bad mood or I can react to it. I can, I can take that on board, I can reflect on it and then I can move on. And I, I'm not going to let that ruin my day because I'm not going to get this day again. Tomorrow I'm going to be older. I'm not, not going to get that back. That's going to be in the past. So I've got to learn from every experience that comes my way and make as much of each experience that comes my way. And I realise that now. I spent 25 years wasting that time being someone else, being someone I didn't want to be, not showing my true self to people, not getting in touch with my emotions, bottling up my emotions, which ended with me having a fucking breakdown. I ended up in hospital. I ended up in hospital from stress because I was bottling everything up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people what was going on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't reveal the real me because I thought people wouldn't like it. I thought people would take the piss out of me because I want to talk about love. The word hippie is thrown around so much. But what's wrong with loving people? There's nothing wrong with loving people. It's the most beautiful thing. I hope anyone that's listened to this, I hope it's inspired them to tell their story or share their ideas, because that's what we want to see. We want to see stories. We want to hear ideas. We want to we want to hear about how you've changed your life. So for now, I'm out, but I hope to hear from anyone everyone soon.